Are you ready? Go. It's time, time to separate the men from the boys. boys. Get down to the business of sport right here on the world-famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome to Football 2 Plus 3 right here on the Ginger's Perspective. And the international break is finally over. Oh my goodness, it is so boring. It really is. Normality, or so we say the schedule, resumes um, another week of uh, Barclays Premier League. And I think let's start off, Mo... The big match, the early kickoff Saturday, half past one South African time. Liverpool against Everton. The Merseyside derby takes centre stage. And Liverpool have a few injury problems, don't they? Adam Lallana, he's out. Uh, Jordan Henderson's also missing. So it's a two players that are, that are missing. It's a, it's a big blow for the Reds and for Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, I think it would have messed up his plans, but uh, I think Everton have got it worse. I mean, Seamus Coleman... He looks like his season is done now after that injury in, in international break. And, um, you know, he's an important defender for uh, Everton. But the, And the thing is, Everton haven't beaten Liverpool at Enfield like in 20-odd years or something like that. So it's not going to be easy, but they've got an on-form Lukaku who might just be able to do something. Eh? Yeah, I think um, Lukaku is the one man that could potentially uh, rock the boat at Anfield. Uh, some good news, though. Uh, for Liverpool is that um, Coutinho and Firmino have been past fit, so they will definitely be a part of the action. Well, I see now that Daniel Sturridge is also out with a hip injury. So Liverpool, as you say, unbeaten in their last 12 against Everton. You've got, you've got to say, though, at this point, Everton look like a little bit more like they're the informed side, right, going into this one, that they might just nick uh, an elusive three-pointer at Anfield. It's a very difficult one. I mean, Liverpool have the advantage in that, you know, the psychological advantage. They haven't been beaten at the Enfield by Everton in years. But uh, Everton, you know, they, they, they'll be looking up for it. They've got Koeman, who's, who plays, you know, expensive football. And uh, unlike previous years, maybe David Moyes played boring defensive. Uh, you know, same with uh, Roberto Martinez. So Koeman might be the man that could change it, eh? It could change it. It could well change it. I love the stat that I found. Romelu Lukaku has scored 10 goals in the 80th minute or later this season. A record in a single campaign alongside Kevin Phillips' 1999-2000 season. So from a fantasy manager point of view, you've got to have Lukaku in the mix, even if it is the Merseyside derby this weekend, because your big hitters like Zlatan won't feature this weekend. You know, and Diego Costa's been a little bit off the boil, so I think you've got to have a Lukaku in the mix. Yeah, you, there's not many other choices apart from maybe Sergio Aguero. Uh, I, I usually don't like to get take a player when they're playing in a big match because that's when they tend to disappear totally. But uh, Lukaku, I mean, his form is speaking for itself. You have to have him as your, in your team. I wouldn't put him as captain. No, no, I agree with you there. I would not put him as captain. I think... Uh, if he nicks a goal, you know, it might be enough for a draw. What's the prediction there, Mo? Do you think Everton can do it? Or do you think at home, Liverpool, with their outstanding record against their fierce rivals, will uh, will maintain that, that, that stretch, that, that run that they currently have? I think we should flip it around. I want to ask you who you think is going to take this one. Every week I answer it. Uh, what's your <laughs> prediction? Yeah, look, I, th- I, think, I don't think Everton will win it. Uh, I think it will be a draw. And I, and I think 
I think we might even see 2 2, though. Uh, score, high scoring draw. Impressive. Yeah. I just think with that dodgy Liverpool defence, Lukaku on fire, and also then, you know, you've got a guy like Mane who's back in the mix, Firmino's firing Coutinho. You know, I think we'll see goals. Not that Everton's defence is rock solid either, but they're they're a tidy team, and I don't think they're going to be set up to not lose. I think Kuman might back himself to try and nick something. So, I think two two might. It's a bit bold, I know, but that's my that's my take on this one. Fair play, two two sounds good. All right, let's turn our attention now to some of the the other matches. Um, we did touch on. The fact that Zlatan Ibrahimovic is, of course, suspended. Um, so that's a big blow for Manchester United as they take on a, an informed West Brom side. But more importantly, defender-wise, you've got two defenders now who are on that very lengthy injury list. Phil Jones um, and Chris Smalling. Yeah, I don't fancy United to win this one. I think if they got a draw against West Brom, it would be decent. I mean, they've got Pogba out. They've got Herrera suspended. Zlatan is suspended. Um, you know, the injury list is just big. And then, you know, like Valencia has been away with on international duty. He had to travel back from South America. So he's going to be drained. You won't see him darting along the wing like he normally does. So I'm, I'm thinking United would be lucky to get away with a draw against a good West Brom. Eh? I think West Brom might take it, actually, at Old Trafford. Uh, i just got a feeling that uh, they've got a point to prove. And also, I mean, they're climbing up the You know, they just... They're just there behind uh, Everton, so they'll be looking. I mean, eighth place, move up, top. Yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see how that one goes. Chelsea, Crystal Palace, they're at Stamford Bridge. You can't see anything but a Chelsea victory for Antonio Conte's men. I know Palace are unbeaten in three under Big Sam, and it looks like that that sort of relegation-saving action is kicking in. But It's going to happen again, eh? But Chelsea at the moment... Sitting pretty. I don't, know, I don't know why I even talk about them. Let's just forget about them. They've won the title. Let's <laughs> talk about that. The interesting third, second, third, fourth, you know, around that. That's where the action is this season. Oh, okay. So you've conceded now that, that the Blues will be champions of England once again. It was in January already. No, you did. Week. You did. You did. <laughs> Crystal Palace, though, we'll have to wait and see how they go. Um, interesting one. Spurs away to Burnley. Burnley have been in outstanding form at home. Uh, Sean Dyche has got them playing some some decent football at home, but Spurs without Harry Kane, they're probably going to have too much quality for for the Clarets to to hold on there. I'm afraid. I think Spurs might nick that one. Yeah, I know the Spurs will win it, but uh, it it is interesting because you know Burnley are decent at home, and uh, they have beaten other teams, you know, the top teams. So maybe Spurs might be on the receiving end. Only thing is that you know that would open the door for for Man City. Uh, in terms of second place, I just think that Spurs side they're playing some good good football even without the likes of Harry Kane. I think that could be an in- interesting tussle. But Burnley are like Barcelona when they play at home, or like Real Madrid <laughs> when they're at home. It's when they go away, it's where they're rubbish, you know. So should we say draw maybe? Nah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna put my money for Burnley. I'll, I'll, they'll make it two one or something because Spurs don't have Harry Kane. Right, interesting one this week. Uh, Slaman Bilic uh, has been linked with the axe yet again at West Ham, with Rafa Benitez being linked with the, with the job. Get your news from some of your stuff is shocking. Eh? You think so? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. I have credible sources. The Northeast Chronicle. Uh, come on, no, look, they do a good job up in the Northeast. No, this was on. Um, this was on Sky. This was on BBC. 
Bilic has obviously um, said that it's absolute rubbish that he's not going anywhere. And, and I think he will stay. I still think he's a quality manager. But they're a way to Hull City. And Hull at home on a five-match uh, five winning tear, if I'm not mistaken. Or, or they've avoided defeat on five occasions or something along those lines. At, Hull, at home, Hull City are, are quite a formidable team. Yeah, but, you know, they're, they're up against a, a good West Ham team. And, you know, although West Ham are on a bit of a losing streak, so the la- I think maybe the last place you want to go is away to Hull, especially when they're fighting for re- relegation. And that gap between them and Swansea is so close. Yeah. So, um, it, it's a tough one. Eh? I think maybe, I think Hull, because of home advantage, they would nick it. But I, I would... Wouldn't want Swansea to get relegated. No, I agree with you. I think I, think, I like I like the look of Swansea. And Paul Clement has done a, a semi-decent job there, um, but who knows? Anything can still happen because um, the games will come thick and fast now. I mean, we've got Tuesday and Wednesday fixtures. Uh, before we get to those, Sunday see Swansea against Middlesbrough in a six-pointer, and I think it's interesting. Janino has come out and said that. Middlesbrough aren't playing with that aggression and attacking style and that he was used to when he was there. Um, but they go up against Swansea. They're away to Swansea. I think that's a, it's a bridge too far. I think with Sigurdsson, uh, Lorente, uh, the pressure on, on the Swans, I think they'll, they'll come away with a weak victory there. Yeah, it should be an, you know, an easy victory. For, uh, just, I mean, if you watch them against Man United, you know, they, they, they had that spirit, but you could see that... They, they they don't feel the same, you know. It's just you know they find they, they, it's not there. Yeah. And I think maybe Swansea because they've already appointed a new manager. Well, they appointed about five managers this season. They've already settled in, and they should pick up a decent uh, win there. The pick of the matches on Sunday: Arsenal, Manchester City. Arsene Wenger says that Mesut Özil and Alexis Sanchez actually want to stay at the Emirates. Uh, you can can read into that however you want, but the fact of the matter is Arsenal need to get a victory against City to to um, remain in that hunt for for that Champions League spot, isn't it? Arsenal can't afford to slip up now at this stage of the season. And they can't. I mean, they're already down in sixth place. They need they need a win here against a very good Man City team. That's right. I don't think Arsenal, I don't think, uh, Arsenal are going to be strong enough to get that result. Eh? Even if they are at home, I think Man City will. I think Man City will outclass them on the day and beat them. Eh? I think you tweeted Football Two Plus Three tweeted that Petacek was out of the game. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge out. blow. Huge blow. Yeah, it's a massive blow. But I mean, they've got a good goalkeeper who plays, who usually plays for them in the in the I think the Champions League games. So he might be uh, he might be all right. Uh, I think also who else was missing? Well, Santi Catola. That's yeah. Well, I mean, been out for ages and Perez uh, but yeah. I mean it's a massive game and uh, City will they, they, they'll they'll probably beat Arsenal though eh? yeah. and if, for the form that City are on right now unbeaten in I don't know how many games so yeah I think Arsenal going to get a hiding can I give you can I blow your mind with three stats quickly Arsenal they've lost only one of the 19 previous home Premier League matches against City so they've won 11 drawn 6 City looking to do the double over Arsenal this season for the first time ever. And the last seven Premier League meetings between these two teams have yielded 27 goals. It's an average of almost four per match. Now that's crazy. So that's crazy. So I have to agree with you. I think City could come away here 
maybe um, maybe a three two. I think we will see. It will be a high scoring game. Maybe. I think a three two around there would be would be. But it might also be you know maybe a two one a very close tight game to, yeah. to play. You know, it's it, they play very uh, sort of well oiled type of a game. They very drill down. Yeah, and it might come down to just a mistake that wins the game. But I think from a fantasy point of view, you can expect a guy like Aguero to pop up and and net something uh, out of this one, and potentially a Giroud off the bench, um, if you want to take yeah, that risk. You'd be a bold person to bring in one of the Arsenal lot for your for, for your fantasy team. Yeah. I mean, you've got Man City's got that Leroy Sane or Sane or something. Yeah, like that's that. right, Sane. Yeah. Yeah, he's decent. I mean, he's been playing fantastic this season. He's getting a lot of points. He might be something a brave man will go for an Arsenal player. Even Sanchez, he doesn't look happy. Apparently, he was throwing a tantrum on international duty as well. So, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't go with him. Eh? And we haven't even mentioned how good Kevin De Bruyne has been this season for City when he hasn't been injured. He's got 10 assists this season. The only one who's better than that, Swansea's Gilfie Sigurdsson with 11. So from a fantasy manager point of view, bear that in mind. Lukaku is still top of the pile with 21 goals. So um, be clever. I mean, Seamus Coleman, obviously with that broken leg, uh, we're wishing him a speedy recovery. You've got to think about who you bring in there potentially this weekend because... Um, could be a telling weekend for some of the Premier League uh, fantasy managers, that's for sure. Diego Costa looks like he might not play. It looks like he, it says he's got an ankle injury and there's a 75% chance. So you might want to look into that. Same for Eden Hazard. I mean, he's also got a calf injury, so I don't know if he's going to feature. Yeah, that could scupper so, the plans of a lot of managers, if you right? Played, yeah, if you haven't played your wildcard, this might be the weekend to do it. <laughs> this couple of guys not going to be in action. Yeah, it'll be very interesting. All right, Mo, we're running out of time. We're going to have to leave it there. Remember to catch us on the Ginger's Perspective on csduplicy.co.za, cliffcentral.com on the podcast page under the Ginger's Perspective, and, of course, on iTunes, so you don't miss an episode of Football 2 Plus 3 as we start racing towards the business end of the Barclays Premier League. Mo, mm-hmm. Mo as usual, your parting words? As always, be champions. Well, there you have it. It's been Football 2 Plus 3. Massive weekend. We've gone with Everton and Liverpool drawing in the early kickoff. Half past one on Saturday. And City to beat Arsenal on the late kickoff. Five o'clock on Sunday. Fascinating football ahead. We'll catch you again next time.